You're listening to Star Style. Be the star you are with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. Be the star you are is a 501c3 nonprofit corporation to improve literacy and positive media. All contributions and donations are tax deductible. To comment on today's show, please call in toll free at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to info at be the star you are.org. Now back to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. Be the star you are. Well, it is time to party. Hello, Power Partners. Welcome to our fine radio program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. My name's Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Whitney. And we are your personal growth success coaches, the goddess gals, the dynamic duo, right here on the airwaves with you, bringing you the authors and professional advice that will help you lead a happier and more abundant life, because we are a show about doing what you love, following your heart, living your dream, produced by Star Style Productions and brought to the airwaves under the species of Be The Star You Are charity. Today is the woman's show. You've heard of the man's show. This is the woman's show. It's an empowerment show of health, of relationships, and of giving back. We're going to be discussing essential health screenings in just a moment, followed by Darlene Montgomery with her newest book, Conscious Women, Conscious Relationships, and in segment three, How Women Give Back. The miracle moment for today is brought to you by the Carmony Collection, handmade handbags, canvases, candles, and more. Go to CarmonyCollection.com. That's Carmony with a K or, or Collection with a K, CarmonyCollection.com or MySpace.com forward slash forward slash Carmony Clutches. And the miracle moment is, well done is better than well said. (laughs) We are going to do everything very well done today. Well, how is your health? If you are not sure, then today really is the ideal time to find out how you're doing and to get yourself tuned up and in shape with our resident health professional, Heather Brittany. <laughs> and, of course, me. We're going to have some health bookmarks for you of what it is that is essential for you to do at all stages of your life. So, Heather, I but it was reading a lot about this, all the different things that we need yeah. for checkups and stuff. And one thing that hit me before we wanted to talk about the actual health tips, you know, whether you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, or beyond, is... I was reading about heart health today, and it was telling, this is a new study that was done, and uh, it was actually reported in USA um, News. It said that every hour a person spends watching TV, this is a woman, spends mm-hmm. watching TV every day, increases the risk of dying from heart disease by 20%. Wow. And then what's more, this was people in general, just, you know, whether man, woman, Mm -hmm. child, whatever, people who sat in front of the TV for more than four hours per day were 80% more likely to die from issues that are related to heart and blood vessel disease than those who just watched two hours. So. Wow. The recommendation was at least put a bike in the Interestingly enough, I recently a, learned a, a movie yoga that I, I don't know the, the translation name for it, but there's a particular pose that we do that they say um, remaining in this one pose, and it's a very comfortable pose, uh, laying in it for 15 minutes a day is for your brain, it's the equivalent of sleeping for two hours. So it's a really great kind of energizer pose. And does it feel like that when you do oh, it? 
feels love when you're in it. You feel very relaxed and very calm. Um, and it's so I've, I think about that sometimes of, gosh, you know, when, when I'm feeling a little underslept, I'll just do this position for 15 minutes and I'll be good to go. And it, and, <laughs> does it, and it seems to work, doesn't it? Oh, yes, definitely. Yeah. I'm a big advocate for yoga. Well, I'm looking forward to uh, participating with that <laughs> with you when I come and, come and visit and go to your definitely. yoga class with you. But, all right, let's uh, give people... Kind of okay, so I'll just jump right health. into it, being the health person here, especially with women's health. Um, there, We constantly talk about different tests you need to take, but there are a couple, there's about six or seven particular ones that every woman, you must have these in your lifetime. So first and foremost, because I work in gynecological health, is your pap. Um, for anyone, it used to, and over the years, you know, things have changed the standards, but uh, so I'll tell you what currently is our current protocol for it. Um, by the time you are 21, whether you have been sexually active or not, even if you have not been sexually active by the age of 21, that is the appropriate time for you to get um, a pap smear. So for, for your very first pap, if you haven't, if you are under the age of 21, we base it, um, we base it on three years after your first intercourse. So if you were 14 when you first had um, began becoming sexually active, by 17 or at 17 is when your body is eligible enough. Um, if you, and for people, let's say if they become sexually active at age 20, make it 21. Um, what we say for that too is that it used to be every year. It used to be called your annual. That's no longer the case. It's now every two years if everything comes back. Um, NIL, no lesions. It means everything was fine. And if something does come back, that's when you repop. That's when you do colostomy. That's when you follow up um, with your doctor to find out what exactly they found in there. So the real change in protocol there is... Uh, starting at 21, sexually active or not, and then every two years as long as you're exactly, having exactly. a clear Exactly, exactly. I think it was 18, and the kind of myth was that is that people, they had the impression of women going off to college. Um, and wh also what they discovered of why it's no longer medically necessary to do it every year is because it takes a, a long time for cells to change, and we discover we are actually overpopping and thus getting, in, in essence, sometimes false results. Things were coming back inconclusive or things we were actually agitating the cervix. So if everything comes back fine, um, you know, just stay with your, your medical health. But and every this is two for years. all women from 20 on up, so this is... Every and this is always, and that's you know, some people, um, you know, because in the pap, they're, they're screening. The big thing is HPV, the human papillomavirus. Um, there's over 100 different strands, but there's only two, there's only four we're concerned about, and I always stress two that cause cervical cancer and two that cause genital warts. Now, for some women, even if uh, they've never been sexually active in their entire life and people think it's medically not, now, oh, why would I need a pap? You can get cervical cancer without ever having of sexual, you know, sexual encounter. You can cancer in the body is an amazing thing. So that's why it's for your own health. It's not, right. it's when your so sexual health is as well your own feminine um, health. From their 20s next, on next, up. So the next one would be breast health. Uh, yes, next I wanted to talk about the mammogram. And there's been a lot of talk um, going on because it used to be, you know, they used to say beginning at age uh, 40. And now they've said beginning at age 50, and there's kind of different controversies. So the big thing is, there's there's two different sides with it, is um, they feel that, you know, at age 40, you know, different breast health, why they've pushed it to 50 now is because doctors are starting to kind of um, 
risk in what if possibly um, they believe that there might be a greater risk of radiation exposure that might outweigh the actual benefit of um, the screenings beginning at an earlier age. So my biggest recommendation um, with this, because a lot of women, um, especially uh, cancer society, were really outraged that they were now telling women to wait 10 years longer. Base it, don't just base it on that medical protocol, base it on your own personal medical history and family history. If your family has a history of breast cancer, of cancer, at, at, at age, at before the age 50 or anything that runs um, close to you, mothers, uh, mothers, sisters, brothers, that is when um, you will get the leeway. You can demand this and they will give it to you. If you have an excellent family history, you've never had anything, um, possibly you want to talk with your doctor um, about, you know, if, if possibly waiting until age 50 is a good thing. Always do, you know, there's been various talks about um, the self-breast check. I always say go for it. It feels great. Just become familiar with um, your breast. And I say this about every body part, especially when it comes to screening for moles as well, which is another thing I'll get into regarding skin cancer. Um, know your body. Know what a freckle, you know, what bumps and lumps you have on your body, and especially when it comes to your breasts. Breasts are usually different sizes, and it's very natural and normal to have lumpy breasts. Um, it's to figure out what is normal and what is not. And so, so, the, you breast, just, so the breast exam is a critical one. Now, what about, um, I think it's recommended that in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, you also get a full checkup, including height and weight, every single year. Oh, of course. Well, usually, you know, when you just go in for your regular checkup with your doctor, and the big things that they're checking with that um, is to check your BMI, your body mass index, and sometimes those can seem a little off um, because they're not putting into um, the factor of muscle tissue. They're just taking, what it all is, is just taking your weight and your height. But someone who could be incredibly athletic and not ha and have a very low a body fat may weigh more, you know, maybe 140 pounds and five feet tall. Well, according to that, that would say they were overweight. So it's really talk with your doctor, base it on your own body, uh, your your body build. But what they want to be looking with that also is to have blood push, blood pressure checks, and we've discussed that before because that relates to health, um, heart health as well, and you really, um, it affects your heart health and your blood pressure, that, and the cholesterol, that affects everything, right? the blood so it's pressure really and cholesterol together. Yes, your your cholesterol, lipids, again, um, family, everything, you know, your body, it's just kind of like a full circle. Everything is connected with everything. Um, so, and especially sometimes it's not even your own fault. It's just your family history. Things like this run in your family. So be very aware of um, possibly any diseases, cancers, or, um, you know, disabilities that, uh, that are common within your family. Um, another big one for women is a bone density check. Now, they say that's a big thing um, for starting with women at age uh, 65 and over. But on, in all honesty, if you, again, with family history, and it's simple, um, you know, they just, they just kind of screen you, they kind of do a body scan, just kind of checking. It's, it's painless. Um, but it's very important because osteoporosis is a horrible. When you when you get to that age when your body is no longer strong enough, um, it's incredibly debilitating for women. And so that's why it's really important that you have um, your calcium amount every day. If you're lactose, you can find calcium is in so many other things other than milk. And even for people who are um, not just vegetarian but veganism, there is calcium found in so many uh, 
uh, products and soy products. It's a great way um, of always having great bone health. Additionally, it's sexually transmitted. With, um, in fact, we call them STIs now, but formerly STDs, sexually transmitted diseases. Now it's infection. Um, I recommend that with people, uh, if you're married, monogamous, you know, just going into relationships. But for the younger people, I recommend you go in um, for a routine chlamydia and gonorrhea screening every time you have a new partner. All that is is a bacterial infection. If it does come back positive, you just take an antibiotic and abstain for a week and make sure your partner or partners um, receive the treatment and abstain as well. Um, HIV, uh, every three months if you have multiple partners going on, just again is that um, something, talk with your provider, finding out what your risks are, what your partner's risks. Another thing too, uh, skin cancer, as I talked about, knowing um, your body. If you have moles and freckles, some things are very harmless and others are very dangerous. So um, one thing, I recently went in and had some moles checked that I felt a little iffy. Good news, everything was great. But what the doctor had recommended to me, because when I was found these, I felt like, oh my goodness, I, I don't remember seeing this yet here yesterday, or I don't remember this being so dark, or was it always, oh, I don't know. A great thing to do is have um, your a friend, your mom, have someone take pictures of you, uh, you know, some as cover, but as le you know, with the most kind of taking pictures of your mold are things on you that you know any kind of body marks. That way, you know, a year from now or whenever you feel questionable something, you'll be able to look at these pictures and see if, of okay, this has changed. This is changing color. This is the same. This wasn't there. I'm sorry, what? That can change very quickly, and that's an important thing. So to test your body, maybe have a dermatology checkup once exactly. a year. I know that's what I always do is I just go in and to a dermatologist, say, check me all over, and then I feel good about it. And we're almost out of time, but I wanted to do, say one more thing about checkups. Immunizations. At different times in your life, there are different ones that you should be having. But one that I think is very important is the tetanus, diphtheria, uh, pertussis because you step on a nail or something mm -hmm. and you don't want to get tetanus. And I'm also, I, I know it's controversial, but I'm a big believer in getting your, your flu shot as well. Yes, and I always want to stress this real quick with now, it's new controversy, but there's nothing with the HPV virus. They're starting them, if you have health insurance as young as age 11, there's been this controversy that people think if you give children, and now it's just been approved for, for males as well, that if you give children, it's going to make them sexually active. No, please get your sons and daughters this vaccine. It will prevent your sons um, from ever in their life contracting genital warts, and it will prevent your daughters from contracting the two, um, the two strands that cause cervical cancer. Where it's well, basically that a is cancer excellent, vaccine. Excellent advice, Heather. So that was just a little overview of women's health, a little bookmark for your good health, what you can do throughout your life, and just make sure you take good care of your general health, your heart health, your reproductive health, your breast health, and of course, check your immunizations, which are critical. Heather, give out the website for Most more information. Definitely. We want you to check out bethestarur.org, bethestarur.com, myspace.com, forward slash Carmen Clutches, both with the K. And if you have any questions regarding your sexual health, check out plan.org. And when we come back from break, we are going to meet Darlene Montgomery. She's been on the show before with her newest book in the Conscious Women, Conscious Lives series. We're talking relationships. You've been listening to Cynthia Bryan. 
And this is Star Style. Be the star you are. We'll be right, right back. Stay with us. Don't go away. Listen. The world is talking. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Apathy, violence, and negative messages are everyday occurrences in our country. You can be a change maker when you dare to care by supporting Be The Star You Are Charity, a 501c3 that empowers women, families, and youth through improved literacy, positive media, and tools for living. Visit www.bethestarur.org to find out how you can make a difference in our world. Everyone counts. That web address again is www.bethestarur.org. BeTheStarYouAre.org Are you living your dreams? Want to create a life you love but don't know how to begin? Lifestyle coach and personal growth expert Cynthia Bryan has jump-started the lives and careers of clients for over two decades with her signature star-style consultations with personalized sessions by phone or in person. You'll turn your passions into profits. Visit www.cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-STAR. That's cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-7827. Cynthia Bryan is your guide on the side. www.cynthiabryan.com CynthiaBryan.com. You can be the star you are. You're listening to the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. You're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. Be the Star You Are is a 501c3 nonprofit corporation to improve literacy and positive media. All contributions and donations are tax deductible. To comment on today's show, please call in toll-free at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to info at bethestarur.org. Now back to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. Be the star you are. Well, thank you so much for staying with us here on Star Style, Be the Star You Are, where the world comes to talk, and the experts and authors grace your life and help you live more inspired, enhanced days. Darlene Montgomery is the creator of Life Dreams Unlimited, whose purpose is to bring uplifting information so that you can find your true purpose. She is the mother of the book series, Conscious Women, Conscious Lives, Powerful and Transformation Stories of Healing Body, Mind, and Soul. And her most recent book in the series that's just released is Conscious Women, Conscious Relationships, True Stories of Wisdom and Awareness on the Path of Relationships. Welcome back, Darlene, to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Oh, thank you. It's nice to hear your voice. Well, I know that you're on your way from, to, uh, uh, to an engagement, and uh, we've known each other for quite a while through the written word. I am constantly yeah. inspired, Darlene, and impressed by your devotion to empowering women, and especially this series that you do, the Conscious Women thank Conscious you. Live series. It's, it's very important. But this new thank book, you. your latest endeavor, uh, Conscious Women, Conscious Relationships. Relationships. Might, 
Yes, it might possibly be one of the most important and most challenging that we all have to live with. Now, you compiled these stories, I understand, during a, a sad time in your life this past year when you had to experience the death of one of your great friends. How did this experience color the composite of the book and the depth of the stories that you have chose to, uh, in, to include? Well, I mean, it's been a couple of years since he passed. My friend Thomas, who was a poet and you know, you know how friendships are. They take a long time to simmer, simmer and to become what they are. And um, I definitely realized you can't fake love. You can't fake what real love is. And I had had different people pass over the years. But when he passed, I felt myself going into shock and realizing that this was going to be a really deep one for me. And um, even as I'm talking about it, I can feel it. Yeah, it was a more challenging book, for sure, in many ways to compile. So did you feel more connected to especially stories that uh, had loss in them in some way? Well, um, not necessarily. I actually like the chapter on Love of All, which is the one I put first. The very first because, one, yes. The great yeah, love of all. I thought, well, you know, the, the most important relationship is with ourselves. Mm -hmm. and, um, and the first story by Tokopaw Turner, who is a dream analyst, talks about her relationship with her dream analyst and how this woman was encouraging her to write and to bring out her creativity. And I think with women, we tend to put ourselves last. We were so good. We're so conditioned to give to others, to, to learn how to be people pleasers that we have to relearn how to be selfish. And I'm sure you've had dozens and dozens of other people talk about this, but this is what a lot of my work is about, learning how to receive, learning how, you know, it's one thing, thing to know about abundance, but to learn to receive, is a, it is a skill. I think what, this is, what you're saying now is so critical, Darlene, because it doesn't matter who you meet. When it's, most women are extremely giving and caring and nurturing, and we tend to be the caregivers. And this is why I honor the work that you're doing, because you're giving women permission to say, to, yes, I can take a day for me. Yes, this is for me. Yes, I need help. Yes. And we, it's Absolutely. difficult sometimes to reach out. It really is, and it is something that we, you know, when we're very young, the first part of our life, we're learning to get our needs met. But if our needs aren't met, then it's very hard for us to realize that we need to get our needs met. And it's something that I, I actually teach people in my courses, how to relearn the skill of asking uh, and being vulnerable and learning to say, I need something for myself. And, um, and as you learn to ask, the universe will hear you and it will start to provide these things for you that you need. Uh, you know, and that I think is the interesting point. It is that whole idea of asking you shall receive. And that's just a skill. I know I myself, I have a difficult time asking for anything that I want. I've always, you know, I think we, especially girls, we grew up being told uh, that if you're good and you do everything right and you pay attention, right. that you'll just be warded accordingly. But, you know, that's not the way the world works. We it isn't. It absolutely isn't. World. No, and, I mean, now we have leaders in the world like yourself, like myself, like Oprah and various people like that, and they have, they've allowed their masculine side to come out so that, you know, you need your masculine side and you need your feminine side, but they need to be balanced within us. It's not just a matter of having relationships with other people. 
It's a matter of having a relationship within ourself with our masculine and our feminine and getting them together, and then you start to become a whole person, and then you can find a relationship that's whole, or the one you're in will become more healthy. Absolutely. it is. Balance is the key to happiness and the key to abundance, and always just going forward and reaching out and having that ability to love life and everything that comes into it and turning, you know, the stumbling blocks into stepping stones. Now, you have stories from many women from around the world in this book, so you've connected with women across the globe, uh, not only in this book, but throughout the series. Do you feel really a sisterhood that has developed now? Yeah, and it's it's kind of interesting. One of my friends has um, a company that's called um, Literary Midwife, and I feel like I am a midwife kind of of stories. Well, I think that and you, it's, like I said, you birthed the book. You're, you are the mother of the series. Yeah, exactly. And it's funny, some of the women, the resistance that you get to telling the whole story, but I say to them, if you don't tell the whole story, if you want to keep out a piece of the story that's the most important and the more, most relevant, then the other women who are reading it aren't going to get the reward. They're not going to see how you overcame a, a huge obstacle in your life and you turned it into to gold, into something for yourself. And um, this is a big part of it, that some of the women, um, you do have to kind of help them to, to tell the truth about their own life. And, you know, it's when we tell the truth is how we can help other people. It's so important to be vulnerable and to be open because everyone, yeah. you know, we all make mistakes and we've all had really sad times. We've all had happy times, but it's in the sharing yeah. that we care more. Now, yeah, and one of, yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 you go ahead. You started to say one of. Well, one of the stories, a woman in the story, she's talking about doing something, which maybe some of us would call it a white lie, but for her, she was a woman who spent the last 25 years serving her family, which is, you know, the right thing to do, and her husband who hadn't been working really that much. So she was, like, looking after the children, going out to work, paying the mortgage, paying the car payment. And she was also trying to help her husband, who was a musician, to uh, to help him with his career and putting herself last. So in the story, she actually sneaks out. Uh, she's invited to perform at a party for a very famous um, artist, and along the way, she takes this evening gown and puts it on and arrives at the party to play. And the response from people and how they loved her music and how she turned from, you know, a caterpillar into a butterfly and gave herself this gift of allowing herself to express her own talent and her own gift. So, um, and that was hard to get out of that person, but... It's, I think it's a great story for her and well, probably for a lot of women. Them? You know, I mean, I've been so privileged to be part of your books, and I thank you very right. much for including my stories. I, I feel honored. Do you find working with some of the writers that have been included that you work with them a little bit more one-on-one to kind of pull their stories out to shape it yeah. and massage it? Well, you're, you're obviously a very skilled storyteller, and so you're the easy kind of person that, that knows how to write and is very skilled. But a lot of them, they've never told a story before. They've never written anything, and they don't know what's important or how to put it together. So, yeah, I have worked with some of the women often for months to get their story out of them onto paper and then work it to make it, you know, rhythmic and readable and, and to have that punch that we like from a story that brings, opens your heart and, 
and get you to realize what's important in life. And it has to involve a lot of trust as well because to open up is tough sometimes, you know, really tough because you're hitting some of those sore spots. And a lot of people, when they're telling a story, you get uh, bogged down sometimes in details that aren't important. Or you want to skip over the ones that really might be painful or a little bit too showing, you know, of some kind of quality. That's where the gems are. Right, and and I often intuitively, as I'm sure you discovered when you were compiling one of your chicken soup books, that, you know, you you understand and feel that there's something more the person's not telling you. (laughs) And so I'll often say, I sense there was something that happened here. And then they'll go, well, how did you know that? Well, there had to be because you can tell by the way the story was coming together that something more happened. And that's what's important. And so then um, I get them to tell the, the rest of the story. Well, and, and, uh, you know then the person you have been is, uh, coaching, speaking, leading workshops, um, you know, b- b- being this authority on dreams and spiritual uh, perspectives for so long. But what was it that initially made you decide or inspired you to start the Conscious uh, book series? Well, um, it was kind of a very interesting thing that happened. Um, I had been looking for my life purpose, and as you know, I do follow my dreams. I've been writing my dream journal for, you know, 25 years, and I might have told you that I had a series of dreams with Oprah Winfrey. Right. And I never knew what it meant. I never understood that. It just it, Anyway, um, one day I was working as a publicist for a very short-term assignment, and um, I suddenly found myself out of work just before Christmas. And because I do manifestation work and I, I knew about, you know, the law of, uh, you know, the secret way before the secret ever came out, I thought, I know all about this. I need to do something. I need to empower myself. And I sat down and I drew a picture in my imagination of the life that I wanted. I put all this feeling into it, which is a very important part of manifestation, as you know. Well, uh, the next day I met a woman who uh, asked me what I was doing. I said, well, I've been doing publicity. And she said, "Uh, what is that? And I said, well, I help people get on the radio and the television to publicize themselves. And she said, do you think you could help me uh, solicit stories for a book that I'm compiling? And, uh, of course, the rest is history. I put together a a very short contract, and um, we started getting a lot of stories coming in. This is after her trying for a whole year to get stories with very little success. And after I came on board, we steadily had enough stories to compile the first book, which was Chicken Soup for the Parent Soul. And uh, then I went on to help her with Chicken Soup for the Canadian Soul. And um, I learned everything there was to know about, as you know, when you're compiling one of these books, you oh learn so much and about. there's a lot to learn, isn't there? <laughs> yeah. And we said we got our PhD in publishing and storytelling. So, of course, I wanted to go on and do something of my own. And um, I sat down and I just kind of went and asked God, what would you like me to do? How can I be of service? And this idea came of doing a collection for women. And uh, so it all started with that. So, you see, and I think what's so wonderful about this uh, story here, or this true story that you're telling, is that you actually created your own dream. You actually lived right. the dream right here. You actually followed, you created a path that in the beginning yeah. you never even knew that you were going to go on. You were actually helping other people, and by serving others, you did serve yourself as well. 
I did, and and that was the funny part. You're picking up on this, on, you know, subline of the story, which is, I I resisted working for Chicken Soup for the Soul. I felt kind of like, well, why are you God? Why are you making me a publicist? I want to be an author. And there did come a, come a day where we turned in our manuscript to Mark Canfield and uh, Mark uh, Victor Hansen and Jack Canfield, and they said, "Sorry, you don't have enough tens, and we needed another twenty stories with a ten. And you know how difficult that was." And so um, Janet Matthews, who was the co-author of Chicken Soup for the Canadian Soul, said, okay, take off your publicist hat. Now you're a writer. And it was the next day I went and I found this book called Living with the End in Mind, which was compiled by a couple, Erin and Doug Cramp, who had been on the Oprah show for about five years, documenting her struggle with cancer and how she was leaving a, a legacy for her daughter Peyton. And I, I interviewed them, and that was the first story that I put together. It was a beautiful story. Uh, about her life purpose, and um, and that was what launched me into publishing stories and and as a writer there. Isn't that that's just such an amazing story? I mean, that's so inspirational, and it has to motivate other people to just step up to the plate, take the chance. And this is what I love yes. about you, Darlene, is that if you don't risk anything, you never gain anything. So you just have to go for it, right? Absolutely, and the funny part about that old story is that, you know, I had been having this whole series of dreams with Oprah, and the night that I interviewed Doug Cramp, because Aaron had passed away by then, um, I had a dream with Oprah, and she pulled up in a limousine wearing this beautiful tailored gray suit, and she got out and she said, you can have your suit back now. Oh, my God. Well, that gives yeah. me chills. I know, and it was like, okay, you've done what I asked you to do. She never told me what she wanted me to do, but that was what she had wanted me to do, start to write, start to write these stories, not just stories, but stories about people who are living these amazing, inspirational lives like you do, and that's uh, why I want to thank you well, for thank helping you, me along the years. Tell us a little bit more about your uh, your workshops that you are leading as well. And I just want to remind our listeners that we are talking to author Darlene Montgomery. She birthed the series Conscious Women, Conscious Lives. The new book is Conscious Women, Conscious Relationships, True Stories of Wisdom and Awareness on the Path of Relationships. She's a woman who walks her talk, and she helps other people do the same thing. You can find out more about her at Life Dreams dot or or consciouswomen.ca. But go ahead and tell us a little bit about some of the, the uh, workshops that you provide. Yes, well, I'm actually on the way to one. Um, it's for the Scarborough Women's Center, which is um, a center dedicated to women, especially women who have gone through traumatic experiences. And I'm leading a, an eight-week course, and it's called Building Blocks to Becoming the Best You You Can Be. And um, I help women in this way, and I do a lot of different... I do one called the Boundary Boot Camp, which is about your boundaries. And I do one on Relationship Boot Camp, and a, a bunch of stuff like that, but it's fun. And I get to be very creative, and the women really enjoy it. Well, and it's, it's wonderful to be led by a fellow woman who walks her talk, who's on the path, and who really focuses on the positive and, and believes that everything is possible. So I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. Let's give out your website again, uh, if you would. Do you, give them both out, if you would, Darlene. Yes, um, www.lifestreams.org and consciouswomen.ca. 
And again, and that's life, life Dreams with an S. And that is so wonderful. The new book is beautiful, Conscious Women, Conscious Relationships. Darlene Montgomery is the author with stories by Oprah Winfrey and many other people in there. Darlene, have a wonderful workshop. It's been a pleasure to talk with you again. And thank you so much for including me in your new book. I am very, very thrilled about it. And best of success. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Uh, let's talk soon, okay? We will, Darlene. Well, you've been listening to Cynthia Bryan, and our guest was Darlene Montgomery. When we return from break, we're going to talk more empowerment of women. So don't go away. This is Star Style. Be the star you are. We want you to reach for the stars and land on them. Back in a bit. Listen. Listen. The world is talking. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. Women own 40% of the small businesses in the United States. They control or influence nearly 80% of all purchasing decisions. Well over half of today's new Internet accounts are women. Now, typically women use computers to get things done and are unimpressed with designs on the web that have all these bells and whistles because they're juggling careers and relationships and families. And the Internet allows them to manage their households, make purchases, and access information any time of the day or night. Women go online to accomplish tasks quickly while utilizing sites that aim to be useful and focused. Women are incredibly media savvy, and when they want commerce, they don't want commercials. So keep your website simple and clean and clear and attract women shoppers. Women are on the web and women are doing business. Remember, you are the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another business bite from Star Style. For professional coaching, give us a call at 925-377-7827 or visit star-style.com. Apathy, violence, and negative messages are everyday occurrences in our country. You can be a change maker when you dare to care by supporting Be The Star You Are Charity, a 501c3 that empowers women, families, and youth through improved literacy, positive media, and tools for living. Visit www.bethestarur.org to find out how you can make a difference in our world. Everyone counts. That web address again is www.bethestarur.org. Be the star you are.org. Are you living your dreams? Want to create a life you love but don't know how to begin? Lifestyle coach and personal growth expert Cynthia Bryan has jump-started the lives and careers of clients for over two decades with her signature star style consultations with personalized sessions by phone or in person. You'll turn your passions into profits. Visit www.cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-STAR. That's cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-7827. Cynthia Bryan is your guide on the side. www.cynthiabryan.com CynthiaBryan.com. You can be the star you are. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel, where the world comes to listen and talk.
You're listening to Star Style. Be the star you are with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. Be the star you are is a 501c3 nonprofit corporation to improve literacy and positive media. All contributions and donations are tax deductible. To comment on today's show, please call in toll free at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to info at be the star you are.org. Now back to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. Be the star you are. It is so much fun to be on the air with you every single week. We've been doing this since 1998, so it's a long time of weekly radio shows, and you know, I haven't lost the thrill yet. It's just really fantastic, and I especially love today when we're talking about women empowerment and helping women be the best that they can be, because... We really believe here at Be The Star You Are that women, families, and youth need all the encouragement and empowerment that they possibly can. And in fact, recently, this past week, Be The Star You Are was named to a list of top-rated nonprofit organizations the supporters have spoken, and it was rated by Great Nonprofits, which is the leading provider of user reviews for nonprofit organizations as well as GuideStar, which is sort of the guide dog for nonprofits, whether they are good organizations or not. Over 46,000 people read and wrote reviews. 368 nonprofits were uh, viewed, and of those, just a little over 100 were chosen and selected to be honored as a top-tier charity. Be the Star You Are was one of those. So if you go to Be the Star You Are, Org. You should be able to read the reviews. You can also go to greatnonprofits.org. That's all one word, greatnonprofits.org, and you can type in Be the Star You Are, and you will see what was said about us. We have been part of the Women's Empowerment Campaign for this year, and we're working hard to continue that. Uh, the uh, CEO of Great Nonprofits, commended Be The Star You Are for its work on empowerment, education, improving literacy, and positive media issues. As she said, they deserve to be recognized for the support they have from the community of stakeholders. And this radio show was acknowledged and recognized. So this is really great, especially when you have GuideStar, which is the kind of the, um, again, the watchdog for accountability and visibility and transparency for nonprofits. So kudos to all the volunteers. Thank you to all our sponsors, and thank you to all of you for listening to the show for all this time and for giving us your feedback. The mission of Be The Star You Are has always been to provide, promote, and distribute books and positive media, such as this radio show, to empower women, families, and youth. We want to increase literacy, decrease violence, save trees, and improve daily life. And the vision is to help all women, to help families, and to help youth at risk. And it's regardless of ethnicity, religion, sex, vocation, or avocation. We want to help overcome obstacles, increase self-esteem, and offer a head start to beat the odds. Just so you know a little bit about the positive results that Be The Star You Are has accumulated since its founding in 1999, we have now served almost 210,000 individuals and families within 71 organizations have logged in about 230,000 volunteer hours 
and distributed more than $1.6 million in resources. We were nominated for the California Governors and First Ladies Service Award and have been touted with five-star ratings uh, by uh, GuideStar and great nonprofits. So this is very, very exciting. More than uh, 1,500 authors, experts, and professionals have now been interviewed on the radio show, and our teens have reviewed more than 475 books, which have uh, their reviews have been published on various sites, including the Reading Tab, as well as at publishers' websites. So Be The Star You Are does deserve support with giving, volunteering, and patronage. And again, we thank you. For more information about Be The Star You Are, go to bethestarur.org. Now, um, as you know, we just celebrated our 10th anniversary a few months ago, but now we're into our 11th year. So you can also check us out on Facebook, uh, Hunt for Be The Star You Are there, and you can follow us at myspace.com for Be The Star You Are. And, of course, we are also on Twitter. There, I love the things that are about women, and this is something from Maya um, D'Angelo called A Woman Should Have Enough, and I thought it was just worth repeating here. A woman should have enough money within her control to move out and rent a place of her own, even if she never wants to or never needs to. A woman should have something perfect to wear if her husband, employer, or date of her dreams wants to see her in an hour. A woman should have a youth she's content to leave behind. A woman should have a juicy enough past that she's looking forward to retelling it in her old age. A woman should have a set of screwdrivers, a cordless drill, and a black lace bra. Well, I guess I can say check, check, check. A woman should have one friend who always makes her laugh and one who allows her to cry. A woman should have a good piece of furniture not previously owned by anyone else in her family. A woman should have eight matching plates, eight wine glasses with stems, and a recipe for a a meal that will make her guests feel honored. A woman should have a feeling of control over her destiny, and every woman should know how to fall in love without losing herself. Every woman should know how to quit a job, how to break up with a lover, how to confront a friend without ruining the friendship, and every woman should know when to try harder and when to walk away. Every woman should know that she can't change the length of her calves, the width of her hips, or the nature of her parents. She should know that her childhood may not have been perfect, but it is over. And every woman should know what would and wouldn't do for love or more. And she should know how to live alone, even if she doesn't like it. Who she can trust, who she can't trust, and why she shouldn't take it personally. And every woman should know where to go to be her, whether it be her best friend's kitchen table or a charming inn in the woods when her soul needs soothing. And what she can and can't can't accomplish in a day, in a month or a year. I just think that's a really powerful statement by a very powerful woman who is empowering to all women to know when women are enough and what women need to be enough and to learn to say yes to life. Because women have strengths that amaze all of us. You know, I know that sometimes when I'm talking to some of my good male friends, they'll say to me, 
you know, women really are amazing. They carry children. They carry hardships. They carry bur- uh, burdens. But they still know how to be happy. They have, uh, know how to love. They have joy. They can smile when they want to scream. They sing when they want to cry. They cry when they're happy, and they laugh when they're nervous. We have a lot of quirks about us, but we're strong. Women wait by the phone for a safe-at-home call from a friend or uh, from their children. I know when my children leave, it's always call. (laughs) Call when you get there, and to this day, my mom will call my house. Uh, You know, just she knows it takes about an hour and ten minutes for me to drive from her house to my house, and if an hour and ten minutes goes by and I haven't called, she'll call to make sure I'm okay. I mean, that's what a mom and that's what a woman does. Women do have special qualities about them. They volunteer for good causes. It's very interesting here at Be The Star You Are, although we have some amazing, amazing male volunteers, and we love them and honor them, and several of our board members are male. We have unbelievably talented females, and the majority of our volunteers are women, especially teen volunteers. And it makes me very happy to be mentoring these young girls turning them into leaders. And it's interesting within just a few months how they become leaders at their school and in their clubs and in their own lives. Women are child care workers. They're executives. They can be stay-at-home moms. They can be biker babes. They're your neighbors. They wear suits. They wear jeans. They wear uniforms. They fight for what they believe in. They stand up for injustice. They're in the front row at all the PTA meetings. They vote for the person that's going to do the best job on family issues. They walk and talk the extra mile to get their kids into the right schools, and they try to get their family the right health care. They write to the editor, their congresswoman, and to the powers that be for the things that make them happy and the things that will give their families a better life. I know as a writer, even as a garden writer, I get letters all the time from women either uh, complimenting on something I've said or perhaps correcting or offering other solutions. I always appreciate everything that I get, but it's usually the women that are taking the time to write. They don't take no for an answer when they believe that there's a better decision. They stick a love note in their husband's lunch boxes and little cute notes in their kids' lunch packs. They do without new shoes so their children can have new ones. They go to the doctor with a frightened friend. They love unconditionally. Women are honest and loyal and forgiving. They are smart knowing that knowledge is power, but they still know how to use their softer side to make a point. Women want to be the best for their family. They want to be the best friend they can be. And most of all, we're all still learning to be the best friend we can to ourselves. Women cry when their children excel and they cheer when their friends get awards. They are happy when they hear about a birth or a new marriage or about another kudo or congratulations that needs to be sent. Their hearts break when a friend is sick or worse, when a friend dies. They have sorrow at the loss of a family member, yet they are strong when they think there is no strength left. And a woman's touch can cure any ailment. They know that a hug and a kiss can heal a broken heart or a skinned knee. And they can make a romantic evening unforgettable. Women come in all colors, in all sizes, and in all shapes. They live in homes, apartments, cabins, and tents, and they drive, they fly, they walk, they run, or they email you to show you how much they care. The heart of a woman is what makes the world spin. Women do more than just give birth. They bring joy and they bring hope. They give compassion 
and they have ideals. They give moral support to their family and friends, and all they really want back is a hug, a smile, or for you to do the same to the people you come in contact with. Women have a lot to say and a lot to give. So give a hug to the woman in your life today, whether that is your, your mother or a sister or a friend or a girlfriend or a wife or even your boss. At least give a handshake because there's a woman out there that would need a thank you. And it goes without saying that women are bringing meaning to the world. Let's empower women and let them empower other people too. Well, I thought that was a very interesting look at womanhood and wanted to share that with all of you because it's been a, a long time, I think, since, um, since women have kind of stepped out or I don't want to say stepped up. Is a long time since they're getting acknowledgments, and it seems now with, especially in California, we have a woman running for governor. We ha- there's a lot more going on with women and a lot more stories to be told. And with Darlene Montgomery just being on our show with uh, the uh, relationships, conscious relationships, it made me think about how important it is that women join together and be together for the better of all women. So throw out any of the negativity and step up to the plate and decide that today is the day that you are going to make a, make it a special day for any woman in your life. And I wanted just to give out a couple of the websites, again, where you can get books. The Be the Star You Are, 99 Gifts for Living, Loving, Laughing, and Learning to Make a Difference. We are packaging it with the new book, Be the Star You Are for Teens. And right now you can get both books for $40, and we will waive the shipping charges. So instead of um, paying the regular amount, which would be almost 50 you can get both books for $40. It's a donation to the charity. You can go to bethestarur.com, bethestarur.com, and there you will um, you can order the book and get autographed copies if that's what you would like to do. And uh, we also have Chicken Soup for the Gardener Soul and the Business of Show Business, as well as we have um, Miracle Moments and the Blessings of Love and Relationships. So please take a minute and go there because remember that you are the gift. No one has ever walked this earth with your exact combination of strengths or weaknesses, talents. You have a gift, and you have the opportunity to share it with others. When you walk into the room, you are the present. So cherish the past and dream of the future, but enjoy every moment of today. Do and be what you desire And let your flame burn brightly within because you are an original. You have just one life on this earth in this body, so use your talents to the maximum. The gift of life is an incredible chance to love, to laugh, to work, to play, to cry, to pray, and to look up up the stars. And always ask yourself, what stories are buried in your heart? What lesson will you share? Grab this opportunity to experience the joyfulness of being and until we celebrate next week, we hope you visit the website, bethestarur.org, star-style.com, and go out into the day and make it a great one. 
Thank you for joining me. I'm Cynthia Bryan. Be the star you are. We'll celebrate next week. Thanks again for listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. For more information about Be the Star You Are nonprofit corporation, please visit bethestaryouare.org. That's bethestaryouare.org. Join Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany again next Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time, here on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Remember, to be a leader, you must be a reader. Enjoy a stellar week. You're a seeker.